0: Welcome to At Home with Debbie Rule, where you can freely ask questions, share stories, and learn more about how to have a happy home, family, and healthy relationships.
1: Well, good evening, and welcome to At Home with Debbie Rule. Tonight we have a wonderful show planned for you. We're going to be talking about back to school budgeting. Might seem like it's a little early. You've just. Uh, paid for the vacation or still saving for the vacation but back to school is just around the corner so if you would like to have input on tonight's program and you haven't already written in you can text us at 325-428-6145 that's 325-428-6145 you can also interact with our facebook page at home with debbie rule and also we're going to be opening the phone lines tonight for questions or thoughts you might have and we've uh, We'd like to hear and share with our listeners your thoughts, stories, and testimonies over the next hour that we spend together. Also tonight, we're going to be giving away a $25 Walmart card to one of our listeners. We usually post it on Facebook, but tonight we're going to do it a little bit different. We're going to um, give away the card to one of our listeners that calls in at the end of the program. We'll just ask for caller number three, four, five. We'll let you know what it's going to be, probably around 645 650 And you might be the lucky winner of a $25 gift card from Walmart to help you towards those back-to-school purchases. Every week, I share these statements of how important I believe the home is. I believe every home should be filled with family, friends, food, music, love, and celebration, but most of all, it should be a place to gather, to be cozy, to feel safe, and the peace of God. I feel honored to have those around me year-round, and I love to say I've been home with family and friends. Stay tuned for Thoughts from Home. At Home with Debbie Rule, your place to discover more about home, family, and relationships. The Haven Family Shelter would like to thank their sponsors for helping support their mission. James Long Real Estate, 4K Land and Cattle, 303 Ranch, The Barn Total Auto Care, Permian Frack Sand, and Walmart. The mission of The Haven is to reduce the incidence and the impact of domestic violence and or sexual assault in McCullough, Mason, Menard Counties, and Texas and the surrounding areas by providing services and support that empower victims to rebuild their lives and regain their dignity within a safe and caring community. I love MediShare because they protect and respect life. MediShare is community.
0: MediShare is affordable.
1: MediShare is biblical.
0: MediShare is uplifting.
1: MediShare is family. Faithful. MediShare is hope. It's love.
0: Learn how thousands of Christians can help you save on your health care. Call 844-74-BIBLE. MediShare, affordable, biblical health That's 844-74-BIBLE.
1: Welcome back to At Home with Debbie Rule. We're so glad to have you with us tonight. These are thoughts from home. When summer is about half over, parents can't help but think about back to school shopping. For many families, buying school supplies, clothes, and gear for school is their single biggest expense when it comes to spending on their kids. Buying new school supplies, backpacks, lunch boxes, shoes, clothing, and electronics can quickly become very expensive. Tonight, we're going to talk a little bit more about. Um, a smart way to shop and tips to help you get the most out of your back-to-school budget. Take stock of what you have and determine what you need. Find out from your child's school whether they're going to uh, have their school supply list available now, what school supplies will your child need, if your school has a dress code, if any types of clothing is off-limits. Fashion today can be a bit risky, and with short skirts, graphic t-shirts, among other styles, such as shredded jeans, try to find out what the dress code is before you go shopping. I used to love the dress code. When I didn't particularly like a style of clothing, I didn't want to be the bad guy when we went shopping. I just pulled out the old dress code with the school policy and said, well, today we're shopping for school clothes. No extracurricular activity clothing today. This will avoid many disagreements with that teen that wants the latest fashion you may not be too hot over. When making a list of clothing items you need for school, to keep it in mind that what you will need for sports, cheerleading, or other organizations your children may be participating in, take these into consideration when purchasing. What other expenses you should anticipate throughout the year and factor into your budget, sporting fees, field field trips, school photos, fundraisers, etc. You may not be able to account for every activity, but you can start with what you know. Schools often provide school supply lists in June or post them on their website. If you look for the information early enough, you'll have time to watch for sales rather than fight the crowds as you are buying everything on the last minute. Sit down with your child and create a list of what school supplies and clothes are needed for the school year. This is an opportunity to help your child distinguish between needs and from wants. Take stock of what your child still has from last year. We use as many of those last year's school supplies and clothing as you can, especially those that are still in good condition. I found a great way to earn extra cash is to have a garage sale with all the clothing your child has outgrown, slightly used backpacks, or other items kids can use for school. This is also a good time to clean out the house of extra unneeded items from furniture, home furnishes, clothing, shoes, etc. Have the kids help you with what they sell. They can use that cash for the extra things they would like to start school with. You can save money on back-to-school by only buying the essential school supplies right away and then purchasing the remaining school supplies as your child uses up last year's pencils, crayons, glue, and other supplies. If you're able to put off these purchases for a little while, you may be able to pick up these items on sale once the back-to-school rush is over. Sometimes waiting lets your kids decide what they really want. Hold off a bit on that new backpack or clothes or electronic devices. Let your child see what's trendy before you spend a lot of money on something they'll hide at the back of their closet. Remember, waiting until the last minute for everything without a plan or a budget will surely bring a disaster to your finances. Clearance sales on back-to-school let you stock up for less. Watch for sales, which can be easily and especially good before school starts. They are a good time to stock up, especially on supplies that will need to buy again during the year, like pens and paper. September will also have clearance sales on school supplies, so if there's anything you missed or you didn't think of, there will be time to get it later. Balance name brands with basic, trendy items and help your kids learn to budget. Make a priority list and have your child share what is most important to them and work from there. If expensive athletic shoes is what they really want, then prioritize those shoes and cut back on the other items. Another item that could be if your kids want to buy expensive name-brand shoes or clothing, offer for them to pay the first $20, $50, or whatever your budget will allow. Then let your child pay for the rest. Younger kids can use gift money towards their wants, and older kids can use part-time earnings to top off what they'd prefer to buy. You don't need to splurge on a new wardrobe for each of your kids in September. The weather's still warm, and the kids can continue wearing their summer clothes. As the weather turns, or your child's growth spurt slows down a bit, then you can consider buying new jeans or other clothing items. You don't don't have to only buy brand name clothing for your kids. Looking at buying one or two name brand items that are really important to your child, and then coordinate those name brand clothes or shoes with less expensive items. When clothes are coordinated well, most kids don't think to look for the brand names. If they do, they only pay attention to a few key brand names. A few new accessories or clothing items may be all that's necessary to accent last year's wardrobe and make it look great for this year. Shopping with a list will save you a ton of money and arguments. Before you hit the store, make sure you make a list of all the back-to-school items you need. Studies show that people who shop without a list pay as much as 23% more than those who make a list. Agreeing on a list of items before you go shopping with your child should always make shopping much easier and less expensive. If your child knows you're only buying what's on the list, then it will be less likely to have everything that they see. And if they do, it will be much easier to say no. Set a spending limit and stick to it. Limit your spending by setting a specific dollar amount for your back-to-school budget and then don't spend any more than this. You don't want to get carried away and go into debt over back-to-school shopping. Back-to-school shopping is a great way to teach kids about money, so use this back-to-school experience as a way to teach your kids about money and budgeting. Consider splitting your back-to-school budget among each of your kids and tell them that this is all the money you're going to spend on new clothes and school supplies. You'll be surprised how quickly name brands can lose their appeal as your child carefully tries to make their budget stretch. Then again, if a name-brand pair of shoes or jeans is incredibly important to your child, they may choose to make do with what they have and earn the money to make the other purchases that they would like or afford the name-brand jeans or shoes. Plan for the future. Back-to-school happens every year. If you know that your family's back-to-school expenses will be around $300, begin planning for the next year right now. Open a separate savings account and ask your bank to transfer $6 a week into that account. Once next September rolls around, you'll have the money you need all ready to go. Another way of saving some money during the school year is sending a lunch with your child rather than giving them lunch money, which may be around $7 a year a day, which can add up to about $1,000 over the school year. That's enough to take your kid to Disneyland, pay for music lessons, join a sports team, or do a number of great activities. Be aware of long-term commitments like cell phone contracts for your teens. While a $25 a month might not sound like a lot, but over 12 months, that's $300. Before you commit to a contract, ask your teen about their plan to pay for their portion of that $300 and any additional fees that they may incur. This decide this expense, you can afford it right now. You need to talk about it with your teen and find out what they're willing to contribute and what you can afford. As you consider this back-to-school time, remember to include your kids as your budget and plan. Rather than going into debt to buy everything they need right now, talk to your kids and find out what's important. You might be surprised to find out they'd like to be to reuse their favorite binder or pencil, or their favorite case from that last year, or their after-school activities aren't what they really feel like they can handle. As parents, we often forget that our kids' expectations may be very different than our own. And when it comes to -to back-to-school spending, it's a great time for our kids to learn about budgeting and paying for their needs versus their wants. This has been Thoughts from Home. Stay tuned for more of At Home with Debbie Rule, where we talk about home, family, and relationships. We'll be back with lots more to come. The Haven Family Shelter would like to thank their sponsors that are helping them break the silence. Bob Moore Tires, Back On Your Feet Recovery, Brady Butane, Brady Feed and Fertilizer, Pioneer, and SS Hunting. If you or someone you know has been affected by family violence and or sexual assault in McCullough, Menard, or Mason counties or the surrounding areas, please contact the Haven hotline at 325-597-7644. That's 597-7644. Break the silence, make the call. Welcome back to At Home with Debbie Rule, where we talk about home, family, and relationships. Tonight, we're going to be talking about back-to-school budgeting. It's around the corner. I know that it seems like summer just started, but back-to-school is just a few weeks away. And so tonight, we're going to be talking about budgeting for getting those back-to-school necessities. Also, we want to announce that we're going to be giving away a $25 Walmart card to one of our listeners Uh, tonight. We'll ask for callers to call in before the program is over. And if you are the right numbered caller, you're going to win that $25 Walmart card to help you with your back-to-school expenditures. And joining me tonight on the program is my wonderful husband, Rudy Rule. Hi, Debbie. How are you doing tonight, Rudy?
0: Doing great tonight.
1: Does this topic bring back a lot of memories?
0: Yes. I'm getting depressed just thinking (laughs) about it. You're getting depressed
1: just thinking about it. Well, it's true, because without a plan and without a budget, it can be quite depressing before, during, and after. You know, it's hard on the
0: kids, too. Absolutely. Uh, Although they may be ready to go back to school after a summer of uh, not having their friends around. I mean, it's funny how that works. You can't wait for summer, and then it's like, golly, nothing to do. But there's a lot of anxiety about going back to school in the fall. The clothes you're wearing, because everybody's going to comment. I mean, it's such a uh, difficult environment for our young people.
1: A lot of peer pressure. First grade
0: through 12th. I mean, it's all the way.
1: And I think parents need to take that in consideration and have a balance with that. You know, uh, as I shared in opening comments, you know, something might be really important to your child. Listen to your child. If there is something that's really important to them, there's probably a reason why it is. And teach them that they'll have to compromise in other areas. But, you know, if they don't want to be laughed at about their athletic shoes, and I hate to say that kids do it, but they do. Oh yeah. Uh, Kids compete and compare and make fun and it's not right and they should be taught not to do it, but it's a reality and our kids Mm. have to suffer from that type of pressure uh, often, and we have to teach them how to handle it. But uh, also we can be a little more sympathetic to it and maybe compromise with them and help them to be able to get the things that they want and also do it within our budget as well.
0: Well, you made two really good points out of all of the points you made. They were all good, but two that really stood out to me was making the children part of the process. Mm. Get their input. Give them, here's the amount of money you've got to buy what you need. And it. it, they learn budgeting, and they also get to be part of the process. And we used to do that, and we'd watch our kids, and it was just so entertaining Mm -hmm. to watch them pick this up, put that back, put this back, pick that up, figuring out, what do I want? What do I really want? I mean, once you put them in charge, they've got a limit on their budget, and... It takes all the hassle off the parents. Mm-hmm. Second thing, if uh, your children, if your child has a group of playmates or a group of friends, get them all together and let them agree on what style they're going to wear and buy the same stuff so they'll fit together and they'll all feel like mm-hmm. you know we're not one upping each other. We're all mm-hmm. working together on this. That helps parents out too. Mm-hmm. It makes the kids feel a lot better about. Going to school, they've not. They're not alone. They've got, you know, mm-hmm. they've got their posse. They've got their peeps. They've got mm-hmm. their friends around them. So,
1: you know, sometimes just uh, helping them be able to make the best out of uh, what little that they have, and what I mean by that is uh, maybe just adding a few things to what they already have to make it seem like it's new. And um, I've, I, you know, a good example of that is. Uh, you can have the same pair of jeans, but, you know, maybe a new top or a new, new T-shirt or, you know, uh, new shoes that go with that. You can change that up, which makes them not so old anymore. They're new because you've got something else on you, so you don't have to be new from head to toe. Uh, but just a few things, and remember there are things that your kids need. There's going to be things like uh, undergarments and, you know, things that they're going to need, that they're going to outgrow, that they absolutely need. Socks, you know, how many times does our washing machine eat the socks? You know, wonder where they are. Uh, but those are things, you know, that you know that you're probably going to have to do because you probably only buy them, maybe get back to school, Christmas, and then that's it. You know, maybe when you're going on a trip, you, you know, stock the the suitcase with a few things like that. So this is the best time to do it and I have seen that you know there's already school supplies out in some of the stores already they're stocking the shelves for back to school so you know if you just go to the grocery store I remember doing this when my kids were little Um, during the summer we would you know I would throw packs of um, notebook paper into the grocery basket when I was doing my big grocery shopping I would throw pens in there or pencils or you know and when I went I would throw a few items in there and I'd put them in a box and in the closet. And then when it was time to get the list, you know, those were items we knew they were going to use. And when it was time to get the list, then we would get the other items that they needed and we put it all together and and that would be that. And so we're
0: still finding those boxes yeah. you stuck back in the closet. <laughs> oh, we could have used this 10 years ago.
1: No, not really. But it's possible. That could well, happen. Okay, well, can I admit it? Sure. You laughed
0: at me when I made a list of what I had to take to school on my first day. A Not slate mine. and two pieces of chalk. That's all I needed for back to school supplies.
1: Well, that was back in the I, day. I see two big chief tablets here, <laughs> two pencils. Two and, no, uh, three a number cr- two pencils. Oh, three number two pencils and an eight yeah. pack
0: of Crayolas.
1: Yeah, got you through the year.
0: And I'm still scarred. Brad Bean got the forty eight pack of Crayolas with the built in sharpener. Oh my! Everybody goodness. was mad at him in class because he had a forty eight pack. They had colors of crayons I hadn't even heard of.
1: Well, you know, that was back when we just didn't have to buy much. And and I understand it is is quite expensive, and the lists are quite lengthy uh, every year. But just remember this. You know, when you don't provide supplies for your kids, then the teachers have to provide it for them or they go without. And most teachers don't let the kids go without. They come out of their pocket, and they buy things for the classroom. So... Uh, Be sensitive to that and know that your kids need to do their part and take their supplies. Uh, So budgeting for that, excuse me.
0: Don't don't harass the teacher. We need to appreciate our teachers. What you said about teachers coming out of their own pocket, they do. Mm -hmm. Teachers are teachers because they want to teach. They want to teach young people, and they need to be appreciated. And I'll tell you what. Uh, You know, you were talking about a dress code, and I was thinking of all the horror stories of these parents that defy the dress code. Well, Mm -hmm. what are you teaching that child? Mm -hmm. You know, if you go to work somewhere, you're going to uh, have to submit to a dress code. If you go in the military, you're really going to have to submit to a dress code. School is where you learn how to act appropriately in public. Mm -hmm. And if you've got your mom or dad in there, you know, coming against the school board, coming against the principal coming against the teachers, what are you teaching that child? Mm-hmm. So support your local school, support your teachers, mm-hmm. and it's a, it's, a, it's a difficult process that can be made less difficult if you'll, everybody will get on the same page.
1: Yes, and uh, that, the dress code can be very helpful. Oh my! Goodness. And uh, you know they change it. Sometimes it's the same from year to year, but sometimes they'll update it as things become popular in fashion, and they need to add it in there. And I know that um, when the shredded jeans came into uh, play, you know they've been around for a long time. So now they've really gotten bad, where they're really open. Back then it was just a few slits here and there. And um, but I remember with Gabby, you know that was it was hard to find jeans that weren't. And they weren't allowed in school. And so, you know, here we are trying to shop and find clothes that are appropriate. And all you can find are the fashion things. So sometimes it can be a challenge, you know, to get things within the dress code. But your best to do that. You don't want your child sent home. And uh, you want them to be appropriately dressed for school. And plus, if you don't want to buy those types of clothing, it's a good out, like I mentioned earlier, that uh, blame it on the dress code, not on your taste. (laughs) And what you want your kids to have
0: You know, you can tell a child When you're in school, do what they tell you to do When you get home, then you do what I tell you to do I mean, if you want to wear those clothes Go to your room, don't let anybody see you in them
1: Well, and you know They can earn their money for those special things That's one thing that we did with our kids If you want a special type of clothing That you're not going to be able to wear to school But you just want to wear it out or you want to wear it, you know, for other activities? Then you can pay for it, or you can pay for half of it, or you save you up know, your money. That's or another whatever. very
0: good point. If they want something and you say no, and they're pitching a fit about it, well, hey, you want you want it, you earn the money to pay for it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, go spend your money on it because I'm not buying mm-hmm. it.
1: One thing I want to start with before we come into the second half of the program, which is we're going to talk about more in uh, detail about kids that are at home and in school, is that uh, some of you may have kids that are going off to college this year. Usually after the first year, they've got it figured out, and I know the first year is always the big up-to-do. We've got to decorate the whole dorm room. We've got to have everything that we need to have. That child's got to be ready to go. It's a big deal, and I'm not trying to take the big deal away from you because I've done it with every one of my kids was the big deal. You know, when the first year when they went to the dorm, so, um, but... It, it's good to follow what we're talking about even for college-age kids. Make a plan. Make a budget. Do it together. Get a list. Uh, you know, it's always good to get a list, things that you're going to need to, to have. Uh, some of those things you might want to consider is bedding and bed stuff. Find out uh, what size bed is going to be in the dorm room. Most of them are twin size. Some of them are twin extra long. You know, they're different, so you want to be able to get the correct uh, bedding for those. Also, you know, maybe a throw blanket. um, a reading lamp, you know, some things like this that you're probably not thinking about. You're looking at all the cutesy things that are out there, especially if you have girls. It can be easy, you know, to go overboard. And boys, too, I guess. But, um, you know, you're looking at all the cutesy things, and you need to have a list of things that are necessities. So bedding, uh, throw blanket, reading lamp, um, things that you might consider, you know, having your laptop. Uh, are they going to provide an area where you have a desk? Most dorms do. Um, but an area where they can um, study, you want to make that as, as uh, user-friendly as possible, the things that they need in order to be successful in school, because that's what it's about. And so don't lose sight of that. Uh, Desk items, again, pencils, pencil sharpener, notebook, small whiteboard, power strip, you know, things that they're going to need to plug in their computer. Uh, You're going to have to see, you know, how many outlets are there. I've got to plug in my computer. Most of kids don't have to have a printer anymore. They can send their files over in the library, and they can print them off there. And most schools, you're paying for that in the tuition that's included in. Uh, You're going to be able to make copies. So, you know, think about, think smart, You're already paying for some of these things. You need to realize that you're already paying for them. So do they really need a printer in their room? No, they can go over to the library. Oh, but it's a hassle. Well, it's good for you. Take a walk and go to the library and get your papers. If you want to spend your money on a printer, you can. But I'm going to buy the new necessities for you. So uh, think about that. Um, You know, make a list. There's Online, there's lots of lists for first-year college students that can help you be able to find what they need. Um, find, you know, I think that it's always good if they're going away from home. They may not want uh, some stamps and a little bit of stationery there, but that's a good gift that mom and dad can give kids and say, you probably might not use this, but you could write home every once in a while, and if you provide it for them to put in their desk, they might just do it. They get a little If you tell homesick. them the only
0: way they're getting spending money is write you a letter, they'll <laughs> write you right. a letter.
1: It takes away from email and text. You know, text is like, I need some money. Uh, so anyway, things that you might consider uh, that they're going to need in there is uh, TV, things like that. A lot of the dorms have community rooms, so you don't have to really do that in their room. But again, check and see what space is available and what they have room and what, again, is most important to your child. I do not recommend a TV in your child's dorm room, especially for the first year, freshman, uh, because they're trying to get acclimated to being away from home and away from family. And the last thing you want them to do is to go into that dorm room and stay in there playing video games or stay in there watching TV and not associating and not getting out.
0: Not going to class. Not
1: going to class, not being a part of groups and organizations, because the more they can get out and become associated with other people, and be active, the more likely they are to stay in school and to finish. Let me say that again. The more likely that they are to stay in school and finish is based on how well they get connected and how well they get into other organizations and comfort, make friends and comfort so you comfort, got them stuck on in, campus yeah if you've got them stuck in their room you're really doing them a disservice so think about that with your child i know it's hard to say no but you want them to step out you want them to get acquainted and to stay and to do well the four years that they're there also, cooking and kitchen uh, kitchen supplies, you can think a lot of times they have just a community microwave. Some people have them in their room because it's easier to just heat up something. A Keurig coffee maker, I know our daughter had that. You know, this you got to have coffee in the morning, that's for sure. You know, that was not really a need, but it was something that she really wanted, so we compromised on some other things. So that's really what it's about, compromising on the things that they need and the things that they want and making a list And remembering that um, the first year is really important, but remember they're there for school, not for the fashion show, and not for the dorm contest. It's not social time. (laughs) But it's hard to do. I've done it. I've gone all out with my kids, so I'm not going to say that you shouldn't do it, but I think that, you know, you really do have to have a balance with it as well. So uh, to all you parents out there that have got college kids going in, and leaving home this year and attending school, prayers are with you because it's an empty nest feeling. You've got to let them go. They're a little scared to go. You want to make that transition the best that you can for them. But they'll be back, I promise. And we'll be back for the second half of At Home with Debbie Rule where we're going to talk more about budgeting for back to school. Stay with us. we got so much more to come. Do you have a wedding or a special event coming up? Esme's Cakes provides custom-designed wedding and grooms cakes as well as special occasion cakes. Their custom cakes are exquisite down to every detail, and your guest will be talking about your cake long after your event is over. Esme's Cakes only uses the finest ingredients and is always baked fresh. Esme's Cakes are made from scratch and decorated to be a reflection of you and your style. So when every detail matters, call Esme's Cakes for your wedding cake or special occasion cake. You'll get superb service, a beautiful cake that not only looks great, but tastes amazing. For your appointment, call Esme's Cakes at 512-629-6416 or visit their Facebook page at Esme's Cakes. Make your wedding or special event unforgettable with a special cake by Esme's Cakes. The unforgettable cake of your lifetime. Welcome back to At Home with Debbie Rule. Tonight we're talking about back-to-school budgeting. We know that it's right around the corner. In the first half, we talked about some just general things and also about getting your college student ready and what it entails for getting a dorm room ready and sending them off to be comfortable and to be successful for the time that they're there. We also have a few comments that have been uh, placed, uh, sent us by text that I want to mention. One lady Wrote in and said about all, uh, she thinks heaven, that she's past that point in her life. (laughs) But she's got a little bit of wisdom here for you. Uh, She would say, start buying some of the things you know they will need with each paycheck. And that way you don't have to be out all the money at one time, especially if you have more than one child. Then put what you buy up so you won't be touched until school starts. Also recycle from the year before. There are some things that can be reused from year to year. Very true. Uh, And another uh, listener wrote in, Don't forget tax-free weekend. Great time to buy socks, underwear, PJs, shoes, backpacks, etc. And back to school um, tax-free weekend in Texas is going to be August 9th through 11th. That's August 9th through 11th. And you can save tax on things that... uh, clothing. You can also save tax on things like backpacks if they're $100 or less. So you can go online and you can check out what the parameters are for Tax-Free Weekend, but it's a great time to get some of those things if you're willing to fight the crowds and and do that with your list. But Tax-Free Weekend is a good time to purchase some of the things that you know that they're going to need. August 9th through 11th is going to be that weekend here in Texas. Another comment that we had here is... um, I put money back each week so that when tax-free weekend comes around, you'll have the money to go out and spend and get the things that you need. So a lot of wisdom there. I hear a repeat of put money aside, put money aside, buy things a little at a time, little at a time, and those of you out there that have a child and maybe more than one child, you know that that's probably how you've had to do it to make it work.
0: Well, it was always a shock for us. You know, we talk about free education, free school. But whenever you're getting ready for back to school, you got clothes, you got backpacks, you got lunch tickets, you've got all of the supplies. It's a big hit. And, uh, you know, occasionally you would take one child at a time so that you wouldn't all have that big fight. I need this, I need that, going in three directions. And that's another great idea. Take one child at a time talk about it, and the child feels like, you're listening to me, you're hearing me, you know what I need, I'm being treated special. Mm -hmm. I mean, it goes a long way in that parent-child relationship, and they really feel like their needs were heard, Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, you might agree, well, let's not get that right now, let's wait later on a big-ticket item, Mm -hmm. but they're part of the process, and, you know, it occurred to me uh, during the first segment, the anxiety I see in young people In their senior year of high school, Mm -hmm. when they get on that last six weeks. Because all of a sudden, being a senior was fun, but now it's about to be over. Mm -hmm. And what am I going to do next? Mm -hmm. And so all that you've taught them over the years about budgeting, about deciding what's important and what isn't, saying no to them. You know, when you say no to a child, you're really teaching them something. You're teaching them that you can't have everything you want. Sometimes you have to make hard decisions. And so think about that. You know, you don't want to be the mean parent, but sometimes it's not mean. It's, it's helping that child get ready for life after high school. Whether mm-hmm. it's whatever it is, it's going to be a big change, and they need to be ready for it, or it'll be even more difficult. So you prepare them all through that, especially that last year. I see the anxiety in children in that senior year and you know it should be fun but if you haven't prepared for what's next it can be a real anxious time.
1: Yeah and there's a lot of expectations on kids to do certain things and I don't want to get off into that tonight because that's a whole nother program but you know there's stress on seniors to go to college and do you have the plan and you know you, you have to have it all together and you know we didn't have it all together as a, as a senior night. school. we're expecting a lot out of our kids, and I'm not saying you shouldn't have expectations. I'm not saying they shouldn't go to college. There are some things that are fit for some kids and some for others, and so we're going to do a program on that. Maybe we will when it gets close to close to that time. But um, but you know, you've got to listen to your kids. That's the bottom line. Well, and, and,
0: and, and my whole point was saying no to them prepares them to, for adulthood. You can't have everything you want. Just because you're whining about it doesn't mean you're going to get it. Right. Making you part of the budgeting process, the decision-making process, really helps them.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, Set realistic back-to-school budgets before you go shopping. Uh, You know, you you have to be realistic. There's going to be a certain amount that you're going to spend on school supplies. Don't say, okay, I'm going to give you $10 for your school supplies. Well, that's going to buy a pack of pens and maybe a pack of paper. Uh, Be realistic. Then on the other hand, just don't say, well, here's $500. Go out and buy what you want to buy because they're going to be wasteful with it. So we encourage you to make this a family ordeal, not a not just give them money and let them go pick out what they want, especially if you have teenagers. But uh, go together, like you were saying, and um, be realistic about it. Have your kids help prepare that budget with you. Take a printout of the budget and the notes that you've made about what it is that you're going to do. Clip coupons. I know that um, right now, if you sign up for uh, your email onto uh, di- different stores and stuff, they'll send you coupons, 25% off. They'll send you your, your you know, sales and different things. You can do some shopping online uh, and get free shipping. Uh, one thing that we need to mention about the college kids is that they're going to need books, and books are quite expensive, especially if you get them at the bookstore. In, this, in the colleges, and I'm not saying don't put your money there, but what I'm saying is there's a lot of different avenues now uh, that weren't available with our first child, but we found with our last child that you can rent a book, you can buy on Amazon. Uh, there's so many different avenues to purchase college um, books now than there used to be before. So research that, be smart, be wise with your money because it will eat it up quickly for things like that especially.
0: And it helps to be aware of the process. Back when we had kids in school, when it came time for back-to-school supplies, I would always pitch a fit because the list was just unbelievable. And I'd say, there's no way they need all of this. And you would always inform me it's for the entire year. And I don't know if they still do the back-to-school supplies list that way but you bought enough for, to last that kid the entire year and I was thinking why don't we just buy it as they need it and all uh, oh, we just went round and round with that thing to the point where you would leave me at home so <laughs> i guess i got and what i was, the list i guess i got what i was looking for if i could only have hidden the checkbook but anyway
1: <laughs> you know teach your kids to um, you know the the difference between you know, maybe comparing a couple of different things and seeing not just impulsive buying or paying for overpriced items, but checking out, you know, one item and then saying, okay, well, let's look at this too. This might be a little bit cheaper. Is it better or is it not? No, I'd rather pay a little bit more and get this, you know, get their feedback and um, be practical, um, be sensitive. As we said before, some things are really important to some kids. Um, the difference between needs and wants. This is a wonderful opportunity to teach your kids between needs and wants. And all of us as adults understand that when we budget, they're budgeting for needs and they're budgeting for wants. And a lot of times we don't like that, um, but needs come first and then wants come with the extra after you've made all of your commitments. And so this is a great time to teach your kids, even little kids, you know, do you want that 8-pack of crayon? You know, you want that 24-pack? You're only supposed to need, you know, you only need the 8-pack. But, uh, but maybe they really, really want that 24-pack. Well, they can earn it. You know, little kids, even little kids can be taught uh, these principles. So tell your kids um, that if they come in under budget, you know, that you've, you're, they've saved money, you know, they can go spend that on something that they want to spend it on. So this will keep them energized, and this will keep them um, desiring to want to stay on the budget and come in underneath because there's going to be a reward for them at the end of the day. And so um, this is a great way to start teaching them. You know, if you don't spend it all, you can save it. We're going to do something special with it. And so um, a good way to teach them how to budget and how to be able to get some of the things that they want to.
0: You know, parents can group up, too. We talked earlier about kids getting together and deciding this is, you know, going to be our look or whatever. Mm -hmm. Well, parents can get together, too, and and let each other know, you know, they need this for school, but it's half the price at this other store. And so, okay, well, if you'll pick that up for me, I'll pick this up for you. You, Parents Mm -hmm. can work together Mm -hmm. and uh coordinate and get all on the Mm -hmm. same page and that really works well as Mm -hmm. far as staying within budget and keeping those children happy Mm -hmm. because life is too long to have unhappy children Mm -hmm. at home and so if you can you know do a little bit to make them happy it'll go a long way Mm -hmm. towards you know tranquility in the home.
1: Yes and we always want to encourage especially those in our small community to shop local We always say shop local. If there are things that you can buy here in town, please do so. It does help our community when we shop local. We understand that sometimes there are things that you have to go outside and get online or that you have to go to another community to purchase, but always consider shopping local uh, if you possibly can to get those things that the kids need for back to school because it is a blessing to all uh, that live here when we can do that. Um, Being creative um, with your... um, shopping bill. And this was uh, something that someone commented too. You know, if you will uh, start budgeting on your grocery bill, you can be able to throw some of those items in uh, over the summer right now, as I was talking before, pens, pencils, papers, things that you know that they're going to need. You can start getting those things now if you'll be a little bit more diligent about budgeting for your shopping list so that whenever you go to the grocery store maybe you do without some extra cookies and chips and you throw some pens and paper in um this is all part of just sacrificing and putting forth what you need to do to make things work um Uh, good input here from someone if you are truly struggling on finding a place to come up with extra money for back to school strategically shop what is on sale at the grocery store to plan your meals for two or three weeks accordingly it may not be the most fun and exciting meals but you will truly save on the weekly grocery budget and be able to devote that extra money on back to school and I love that because I did that myself and it really does work You can, um, you don't notice it as much when you do it that way, when you throw it in the grocery cart. And I'm not saying add extra, I'm saying, you know, cut back on some of the things so that your grocery bill is still the same, but you're able to get the items that are for back to school, too.
0: Well, and also what that texter mentioned was shop the sale items. Mm -hmm. So we would get the weekly. Food store ads to find out what we were eating for that week.
1: Oh, this is Let's buy that. I like that. I'm glad that's on sale. Our, this week, our so. menus have always been made on what is on sale that week. Uh, so, and, uh, you know, making lunches for your kids. I just want to touch on this before we go. Uh, making lunches for your kids, providing healthy, nutritious lunch for them. Uh, we used to do a once a month trip to Walmart. And this used to drive my son crazy because he would want to take everything to school in his lunchbox the first week. Every snack, every goodie, every little treat that we had for lunch, he wanted to take it all. in. So one, one time I just said, okay, fine. If this is your portion of what we bought, and if this is the way you want to do it, you want to eat it all in one week, then you're going to have a long three weeks before we go back to the store again because I did it once a month with my Walmart run for things like that. And I remember him. He did it one time. He did it all and you know, ate everything in one week after school here and there, his snacks. He was just having a good old time. And then for three weeks later... He was without. He
0: was miserable. You were miserable. I was miserable. <laughs> the whole okay. family was miserable. The girls <laughs> were giving that, them, then. giving him he was, theirs. He
1: was saying, "I'll pay you for those if you'll give me those cookies." You know, but um, you know, these are all lessons that they learn, and. You know, that was part of budgeting. That was part of what we did, you know. <laughs> I think and,
0: mom and dad learned a lesson on that one.
1: That's right. You know, you just kind of... No r- means no. Ration this out. You know, if you drink all the box juices today, you're not going to have any for the rest of the the week. Um, so, you know, it's about making those lists and staying committed to it. And it doesn't mean that you have to be rigid. I mean, you know, we, we all... Um, have times where we kind of come back on what we say and we say, you know, okay, you can have a little extra there. I'm not saying be so rigid that you don't love on your kids or reward them or, you know, if they're doing a great job and they need encouragement, you know, it's good to reward them and to come back a little bit on that and say, well, you know, we're going to spend a little extra here. We're going to take it out of our miscellaneous Um, envelope here, and we're going to put it towards this just so that you can have something special today because you've done a good job. There's nothing wrong with doing that. Uh, It's just that when you do it too much, it creates a problem.
0: Well said. I couldn't say (laughs) that any better.
1: Well, it's time for us to be able to take a caller here soon. Uh, So we're going to open up the phone lines for caller. A number... Who should we... 47 Um, Caller number 47 You are too funny, Mr. Rule Uh, We're going to open up the phone lines And we're hoping that we'll get a caller that will call And it will be caller number 3 That will win the Walmart $25 Walmart card So we have a $25 Walmart card that we're going to give away today and if you've got kids, this will help you with back-to-school budgeting. If you don't have kids and you've been listening tonight, well, then you might win $25 to go to Walmart.
0: I wonder what number they need to
1: call. Uh, well, they need to call five nine seven two one one nine. That number again is 597 We're going to take a short break, and we'll be back with lots more right here on At Home with Debbie Rule. The Haven Family Shelter would like to thank their sponsors that are helping support the mission of The Haven. Cattlemen's, Central Texas Farm Credit, Cortez Welding and Fencing, Covia Sand, and West Central Wireless. The mission of The Haven is to reduce the incidence and the impact of domestic violence and or sexual assault in McCullough, Mason, and Menard counties. By providing services and support that empower victims to rebuild their lives and regain their dignity within a safe and caring community. Call The Haven. The Haven Family Shelter would like to thank their sponsors that are helping them break the silence. Ed Davenport, Gerald Nobles Jr., Heart of Texas Memorial Hospital, and J.R. Processing. If you or someone you know has been affected by family violence and/or sexual assault in McCullough, Menard, or Mason counties, please contact the Haven Hotline at 325-597-7644. That's 325-597-7644. Break the silence and make the call welcome back to At Home with Debbie Rule. We've got caller number three on the line. You are the winner of a $25 Walmart card. Who are we talking to? Danielle Cook. Danielle Cook. Well, we are so excited for you. Do you have kids, Danielle? Yes, ma'am, I sure do. You do. How many kids do you have? I got two at home. Two at home. So their ages are? Uh, 16 and 6. Okay, so you need it. Yes. You need that $25 <laughs> gift card, don't you, and a few more to go with it. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> well, we appreciate you listening. Congratulations on the winner being the winner tonight. You can come by the radio station. We're located at 117 South Blackburn. You can come by sometime this week during our business hours of 8 and 5 and pick up your prize.
0: All right. Thank you, ma'am. Thanks for listening. Uh-huh. Bye-bye.
1: Well, Danielle Cook, she's the winner of our $25 gift card tonight to help with uh, back-to-school expenditures. We know here at Home with Debbie Rule how expensive things can be, and so we want to just help you out a little bit. And so stay tuned for the rest of the summer because we're going to have lots of goodies like that, surprise giveaways that we're going to do to help you be successful with your family because that's what we're about here.
0: That's right, and uh, we appreciate Danielle for listening and hope she can divide that up between those two kiddos
1: and our other callers that we're calling in. so we think we appreciate you for participating tonight too. Well, you know, closing off uh, back to school budgeting is is tough uh, it's it's doable. you can do it. and you know, I used to just um, Look at the ads and shop the things that were on sale, and you know we started planning. And I think that's the biggest thing that I can leave with you tonight. If you make a plan, you'll be successful. Without the plan, you can be lost. And
0: well, it sure helps to have a plan. That doesn't mean you are going to be able to stick to it. You know, it's like mm-hmm. Mike Tyson said, "Everybody's got a plan until they get hit in the mouth." But uh, when you great walk-
1: analogy for tonight. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Walk in there and see that list of supplies. It's like whoa! So you let the kids help out, let them be a part of it, mm-hmm. and you know if if you've got like uh, elementary age children, well they're going to remember last year, and they might say, "Mom, we didn't need any of this." Mark that off. Mark that off. Well, uh, you know, you got to make sure that they're not just manipulating you. But if yeah. they really don't need it, I don't know. It's just it's just a it's a jungle to try mm-hmm. to dig through and make sure you get them what they need and also get them what they want.
1: I remember one of the things that used to be a, a battle with some of our kids, a couple of our kids, were the type of pencils. You know, I remember when I went to school, it was just a number two pencil. That was what we had to choose from, and that was it. And then there became the mechanical pencils. And then, you know, there were the fancy pencils and all these different things. And, you know, they were quite pricey. Power Rangers. And pencils. I would say, well, yeah, and those were when they were little. But I'm talking about, you know, some pretty expensive pencils that you could mechanical get. Pencil, mechanical pencils. Yeah. Mechanical pencils and some of the, that were decorative. And so um, I would always just look at that and think, you know, you just need a pencil to write with. And then I started realizing, you know, that pencil was important to them. Yeah. So, okay, you know, we're going to get that pencil, but you're going to get the cheap pens. (laughs) You know, hmm, let's see, do I want the cheap pens? Yeah, I'll take the cheap pens to get the, you know, mechanical pencils. So, you know, you just compromise here and there with them. Some things are important to our kids. We don't understand why because it's not important to us. But, you know, there are things that are important to you that they probably don't understand is important to you. That's just the differences in people and parents and kids and husbands and wives and Personalities.
0: You know, you make a good point. Parents, you need to go to your children's schools and meet their teachers and look at the classroom and talk to the teacher, talk to the other parents. It's hard to know what your child is dealing with. It's hard to see it from their point of view. Yeah. But the more you can do that, the more you can understand what their motivation is, where they're coming from, what's going on with them. Mm-hmm. These, this, this time of childhood passes quickly. And uh, it's hard on the parents, it's hard on the kids, but when it's over, it's over. Mm -hmm. And we talk to our kids now, and they laugh about stuff that went on back in elementary school, junior high, high school. Mm -hmm. And stuff, you know, that they had a different outlook than we did. We were the parent, and they were the child. And, oh, it's just, uh, it's a grand, it's a grand experiment. Mm -hmm. So enjoy it. it. It is. Don't, don't. Let the joy be stolen from you for enjoying this time in your children's lives.
1: Mm -hmm. And money can be a huge stressor. uh, But just prioritize, make that plan, make the budget. uh, Lots of prayers uh, that your resources uh, will come in and that you will have your needs met. Maybe not all your wants, but your needs met. Teaching your kids to understand Uh, What those needs and wants are and budgeting, you're you're giving them a valuable lesson when you help them be a part of that, you know, that uh, process and teaching them that, you know, money is not endless. One thing that we didn't mention tonight that was really big in my notes is that don't use plastic.
0: Yeah, don't. Don't go into debt. Uh, The
1: best thing to do is to set money aside and to do some of the things we were talking about tonight, budgeting and making a plan, Uh, but don't go into debt because what will happen is you'll keep whipping that plastic out, and before you know it, you won't even know how much you've spent. So you need to be sure that you stick with the budget. Uh, if I know sometimes we have credit cards where we gain points and rewards, and we get cash back, and that's okay if you're a disciplined person that can put that on there and get your cash back reward and pay it off that month before you're paying that extra interest. Bravo for you. You do that, and you can earn your cash rewards to go towards something else. If you're not one that's disciplined to be able to do that, you need to stay away from the plastic and pay in cash.
0: And make the children a part of the process. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, there's difficult economic times in our area. Yes. And talking to the kids about that, you know, as a parent, you feel bad. But on the other hand, you're teaching your children that, you know, life can be hard. Sometimes you get thrown a curveball. But you know what? This is how you deal with it. You don't let it get you down. You look at the situation and figure out how you're going to survive. Mm -hmm. And you do it as a team, and you all work together, and you understand the sacrifices you have to make, you know. Maybe one parent or another has to go into West Texas and work For a week at a time. And, you know, that's stressful on the family, but they're doing it so that they can stay in this community rather than moving, uprooting, and going somewhere else. So there's sacrifices. And, you know, children uh, like to be a part of the family dynamic. They want to be included. Well, you know they, what?
1: They want to be included, but don't put too much on them.
0: Well, that's true. It's, a, it's a balance. It's always a balance.
1: Because they're not they're not capable of being able to handle all the stress that we do. But they do need to understand that there are certain parameters and things that can be done and can't be done. So I didn't want to cut you off there. I but just, you did. I did. Once again, I did that. So I was going to uh, get to that. You were going to get to it. Well, you know, that's... Um, one of the one of the things that we talked about In one of our previous parenting classes It's not putting too much on your child So uh, anyway We have had a great time tonight Talking about budgeting for back to school Which is right around the corner Remember August 9th through 11th Is tax free weekend in Texas Where you can purchase most clothing items uh, Items like backpacks That are under $100 You can purchase those Shoes, things that are necessities for kids For uh, back to school They will um, be able to Get those during that week if you prefer to get out and fight those crowds. I'm Debbie Rule.
0: I'm Rudy Rule.
1: Thank you so much for inviting us into, our, into your home this evening for <laughs> our home to yours. Have a blessed week.
0: Thank you for joining us today for At Home with Debbie Rule. You can be at home with Debbie Rule every Sunday on on 95.3 FM and CannielRadio.com. Follow At Home with Debbie Rule on Facebook and podcast on iTunes. See you next week at home with Deb.